What about all these retirements of Breeders' Cup horses lately? I mean, the classic division alone has lost Mucho Macho Man, retired, Game On Dude, retired, Will Take Charge, retired, Palace Malice, eh, sort of retired, the Distaff Division, Princess of Silmar, Dreaming of Julia, My Miss Aurelia, all retired, the Promising Juvenile Competitive Edge, probably retired. In a related story, Breeders' Cup has just announced a new event sponsor for this year, AARP. <laughs> Thanks for dropping by Lenny's Place. We have a very special treat for you today. The first guest in our new studio, he's Mr. Mixed Martial Arts. That's on the Axis channel. And one of the best, finest, greatest horse racing sportscasters in the world. You know him from NBC, Mr. Kenny Rice. Welcome. Lenny, honored to be the first guest in the studio. I love what you've done with the place. Yeah. Renting, leasing, uh, uh, leasing with an option. Oh, actually, I, tell you, I don't you blame think, you. This huh? place is great. Yeah, this yeah. is Lenny's place. This is it. We have a this half basketball great. court set up. I too. love it. It's fantastic. All right, what a day of horse racing we had last Saturday. There are a few days a year where horse racing fans can really sit in front of their TV yeah. for six hours straight and just be bombarded with great races. Uh, I had. Barely time to go antiquing this week. I, I, I know. I was the same boat. You know, yeah, I was out yeah. there, you know, trying to sweep the leaves or four that, that fallen in the backyard. And I was trying to, you know, scoop them up nicely. And then I had to run back in. Run back in. I had to run back race. in see who, you know, how they were doing. <laughs> so, some great performances. We had uh, American Pharaoh, a very exciting two-year-old. You've interviewed Bob Baffert enough to know that he's, he's a very good poker player. He yeah. doesn't want to say too much. But with this horse... He used the F word. And when Bob Baffert says a horse is a freak, freak. you better pay attention. He could barely control his enthusiasm with this horse. And I, I don't blame him. Uh, I saw him at Del Mar, and I thought, wow, this horse might be a freak. And then Baffert's, you know, when he says that, because like you say, he's not one that gets all excited about his horses. And he does get excited. He just won't do it yeah. in front of the cameras. Exactly. And, you know, he, he lets them play themselves out. Another wow performance, Beholder, only her third start of the season. She looked dynamite in the Zenyatta Stakes. She'll be going for her third Breeders' Cup win this year. Oddly, a Baffert horse named Secret Circle also will be going for his third. And as good as Close Hatches and Untappable have looked this year, they may be up against it going against the Beholder at Santa Anita. Yeah, it's great to see the, the special horses, and she is one, I think. Yeah. When you see, you, you wait for them to come back, and you say, well, I really hope they come back. You know, kind of like we saw Wise yeah. Dan earlier this yeah. year, you know, you hope they still have it. And her fastball has not diminished. She's got it. Yeah, she and so that, that's going to be great. And that showdown, basically, kind of like uh, everybody, you know, that's what the Breeders' Cup's supposed to be. And I think that will be one of the marquee races yeah. of, the, of the whole Breeders' Cup cards, yeah. the, the two days of it. Yeah, and it's the East versus West. East, West, that's, which, you know, it's perfect TV. Race. You got yeah. the East, you got the West, you got all the major players. And, you know, when we look at the way there's been injuries and retirements and all, not all the major players have, yeah. have made it yeah. to most of the races this year. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, by the way, anyone wants to buy Beholder, she's going to be selling two days after the Breeders' Cup. So start looking for change under those couch cushions. If, I'm yeah. looking now. Yeah, 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 we scooped that out yeah. already. 
Uh, Tonalist winning the Jockey Club Gold Cup. Uh, like Beholder, who's a specialist at Santa Anita, Tonalist is a specialist, unfortunately, for him, he's a specialist at Belmont Park, which isn't going to help him a whole lot into the Breeders' Cup. Uh, that and the fact that Jaguar Gold Cup isn't really a great prep for the Classic. But three-year-olds in the Breeders' Cup, Tonalist. You've got the yeah. Speedball Bayern. And then, of course, you've got the undefeated shared belief. And you've got the springtime here at California Chrome. It's all about three-year-olds. It is all about three-year-olds. <laughs> That's it. I, you, know, you know, and I felt bad for... Uh, it was such a tough break for Wicked Strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, and so, you know, because I think he was right there in the mix. And then, uh, and then Bayern, I saw him at the Haskell just blow everybody away. You know, that was untappable going against the boys. And yep. so, you know, you got these, I think it will be one of these three. And, you know, I'm kind of leaning towards shared belief right now. He, uh, he, you know, he just keeps getting better, it seems like. Wouldn't it be funny if some five-year-old came out of nowhere and <laughs> went to the classic? <laughs> Isn't that the way it is? <laughs> you know, no game on, dude. No mucho right. macho man right. really to get excited about this year because about everybody's been injured or retired. So, right. yeah, that's it. Somebody dude. comes out of the clouds. Don't bet against it. Speaking of California, Chrome, he, of course, took the horse racing world on a magical journey this spring coming from Modest Origins, win the Derby, win the Preakness. Since then, uh, that journey has taken some bad turns. Uh, it began when Delmar won a California Chrome to be parade between the races this summer. California Chrome's owners asked for 50000 <laughs> Delmar said no. The owner said it wasn't in the best interest of the horse to van him the 70 miles. One month later, Park's Racetrack offered the same owners 100000 to send California Chrome on a 6,000-mile round trip. Well, the owners decided that was in the best interest of the horse. After all, who would want to prep for the Breeders' Cup Classic at Santa Anita by running in a race at Santa Anita? So, what's California Crumb's schedule leading up to the Classic? We have it right here, a Lenny's Place exclusive. On October 11th, California Crumb will be appearing at the Levitan Bar Mitzvah in La Jolla. Uh, for an extra 500 bucks, <laughs> individuals can get a picture doing the hokey pokey with him. Uh, to try to get an invite to that. On October 16th, California Chrome would be raffling off free oil changes at the grand opening of the California Auto Parts Superstar in Riverside. I'm, I'm actually staying for that. I will there? be there, yes. Yeah, okay, get all your parts there. Uh, October 18th, California Chrome will be at the Avocado Festival up in Sebastopol, that's up north. He's judging the guacamole <laughs> making contest up there. Not easy. And on October 27th, he'll be cutting the ribbon at a condo conversion in West LA. That'll be at the Beverly Palms apartment. <laughs> so listen, folks, if you need to book California Chrome, book early and make sure to bring your checkbook with you. Only you have that. I've, <laughs> I've, not, heard, I've not heard that Absolutely. from anybody it's, else. It's a unique training regimen. That's where it's going to be, in all seriousness, or half seriousness. Kenny, of course, you had a front row uh, the moment the California Chrome story started going wrong. That was at the Belmont Stakes, and you conducted easily the most famous interview in horse racing over the last, I don't know how many years. Kentucky Derby, those 20 horses to start in Kentucky are the only 20 available, uh, eligible to run in all three races. This is the coward's way out. Steve, I know it's a tough loss. We hope to see him down the road. You know, we get a lot of mail from people on, on that particular incident who think, oh, the horse lost the race and 
somebody just decided to stick a microphone in the owner's face and, you know, try to ambush. Explain all the planning that goes into these kind of interviews and these, this coverage of the Triple Crown races. Yeah, well, Steve Colburn had been Perry Martin a little bit, but of course, Steve Colburn was the front guy, more, yeah. more even than Art Sherman. Yeah. Uh, and so everybody knew, we'd followed his story from the Santa Anita Derby, obviously the Derby and the Preakness, and it had been all about him. And we interviewed him and Perry, actually, it was a rare interview to get Perry, you know, mm -hmm. prior to the race. Right. Uh, and as when Steve talked about, he'd signed thousands of autographs. He really actually may have. It was crazy, all the people yeah. around him. He was a rock star. And, you know, a guy wearing a cowboy hat in New York, he was kind of easy to pick out since, you know, John Voigt was walking with <laughs> Dustin <laughs> Hoffman, Hoffman beside him. It's been a long time. Uh, and so the, the plan was this. I was going to interview him. Win or lose. Yeah, win or California lose. Chrome is the story. Win, lose, or draw. And, in that and race. I was going to Bob Newmeyer was going to interview Art Sherman. Win or lose. I was going to interview Steve Colbert. Mm -hmm. Win or lose. Mm -hmm. And then if somebody else won, then uh, you know Mike would pick up the other interview. So uh, that was the deal. And I, I told Steve earlier in the day, I'm talking to you after the race. Win or lose. Are we good with that? Yeah, we're good with that. So I want to reemphasize: it is win or it is lose because things happen. And yeah, he was good with that. And even uh, probably two minutes before we went on, because uh, I think at that time, I'm trying to remember, Bob, I think, was interviewing Art, or maybe they were still doing the winning jockey, but I had a little bit of cushion there before. I, so I said, Steve, are we still good with the interview? And he has no hesitation. We're still good with it. Disappointed, but we'll still do it. And so that was the way it went. Yeah, and you see what happened there. Kenny, I, I mean, interviewing is not an easy art. <laughs> I, you have to have a conversation with the person you're interviewing, but at the same time, while you're listening to their answers, you also have to be thinking, what's my next question? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on all, all at once. What is going through your mind as you're listening to him implode? I'm thinking, uh, well, this is gold. Uh, th this, this guy is <laughs> right. saying something for, for a moment here. Uh, this, this is turning into a real sports event. It's not yeah. the, the standard, well, Sorry about it all. He's making a case. He, in my opinion, was not rambling and ranting. He stayed on point. It was a point that probably several people were taken, well, 99% of the people in the horse world, I think, were taken aback that, that he would not be a gracious loser. Right. Right. Uh, to which I told a few friends later that asked me about it. I said, well, you know, he had not been at times even the most gracious winner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, this is him. This is his personality. And, he, you know, you talk to somebody, you can't say now you got to change your personality or your way of thinking to comply with this interview here because this is what I got in mind. You know how it is. You interview yeah. someone is a great writer that you are and they take you on the story. So I realized then he's taking me on the story Yeah. and he's making his point. I think he would have certainly had a more valid point if he had made it earlier in the week. Yeah. You know, I don't like coming into this Belmont with these fresh horses going against mine, you know, then, but this kind of comes out of the blue, but he kind of, he stayed on point. His yeah. wife's poking him in the back, but he's staying on point. And, you know, there was, uh, you know, there, were, there was no cursing, no, uh, no uh, other than, you know, calling a bunch of people cowards. But I don't think he singled out anybody particularly. It's basically if you had a new horse, you were a coward. <laughs> and, you know, the whole time he's saying it, I'm thinking to myself, this interview is going to be something that goes well beyond mm -hmm. the blood horse or well yeah. beyond the racing form or all this it's going to be way outside the the medium of uh, horse racing yeah. now yeah. and it was i probably did a dozen radio interviews and they all asked me so well you know was he was he uh you know did you think about pulling the mic i said why the man was making his point you know i think a lot of people were interested and it did create a conversation 
I don't. I would never say you. Yeah. You know, fresh horses have to be on there. That makes yeah. it interesting. But you know, what if they had a bonus system for the Triple Crown? Maybe mm -hmm. you'd have horses run all the way through mm -hmm. it more. I don't know. At least it brought up something later. Yeah, you try to protect your subject <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah, you, you know, you, you. But but in that case. It would have been a, a dereliction of your journalistic duty to pull the mic. I mean, well, it, it's yeah. a great story, and, and you know, you're not going to pull the plug on it. Well, thank you. No, I, did, I didn't think so either, because yeah. you know, at that point, is you know, when you're interviewing somebody, it, it's not your place unless they just start making accusations right, right. and something. Then where you got to say, hold yeah. on, you got to give me a for instance yeah. here. But when they're making their case, and uh, you know. Maybe it's something that you don't agree with, and you figure a lot of people watching are, are going to be going what or disagree with. Yeah. You know, it's not my job to edit the guy that right. I'm interviewing. Right. Yeah, right. I ask you a question. It's not my job to say no. That's not the answer I want. <laughs> right. And so right. I, you know, I ask him. I wanted to be clear, so I think I followed up well enough that hey, so you're saying? I mean, I just want to be clear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm pretty clear with this, but I want to be 100% clear with this. That uh, yeah, and he he was uh, you know, and he was. I saw Steve out at Del Mar. I mean, you know, the thing is, afterwards. One of our producers said, uh, I bet he changes his mind. I said, I bet he doesn't. And, you know, it was like two more days. Right. He was on right. all the morning show. I said, look, this guy, first off, he's a smart guy. I mean, he knows what he's doing out there. And, uh, you know, he's not just some crazy wild guy that's running around. He's pretty, he's pretty focused. He, right. I think he knew exactly what he was saying. And I think that was all of his intentions until probably 48 hours later yeah. Yeah. when somebody said, maybe we should tone it down a bit. You know, we got some more racing. We got stud fees down the road. Let's... Uh, get it back together a little bit. We're not hating on the horse before you start typing on your keyboards, but you can still root for a horse and question some things that their owners do. So uh, it was an unbelievable moment, probably the moment of the year, actually, in horse racing, yeah, quite some, Somebody told me that keeps up with all this stuff, that only the Richard Sherman uh, interview after the Seahawks victory was has been viewed more on, wow. above sports interviews. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So Amazing. <laughs> yeah. We look forward to your Derek Jeter interview, by the way. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> right. I want to thank our viewers. We want to thank our great sponsor, Darby Dan Farm. Of course, thank the great Kenny Rice. Great stuff. Thanks for telling that story. Well, I'm a was, long way from home, was, <laughs> but, <laughs> which is what my favorite book of the year, by the way. It's you're, great to be here. You're very kind. A very good friend. Uh, drop by Lenny's Place uh, soon for our next show, and we'll see you then, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.